0: What is up, plant people? Hey, today's Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. And I'm back with another episode of the Planthropology Podcast, the show where we talk about the lives and careers of some really cool plant people. I'm Vikram Baliga, your host. I'm very excited to be talking to you today. Uh, So today's not a normal, normal ish, normal esque episode. I've titled it Beginnings and Endings, or Endings and Beginnings. I don't actually know or remember which way I title it. I think it's Endings and Beginnings. That's probably what we're going to go with. And uh, it's very late today. I'm recording this at 2.05 p.m. Central Standard Time. And um, I, th- one of the reasons this episode is going to be so late is because I, have, I had something else planned for today. And uh, it is something I'm probably going to do next week uh, where I talk about plants in world traditions and rituals and things like that. I talked about Christmas trees recently, but I wanted to give um, some other world traditions their their fair shake, so to speak. And so I wanted to talk about all of the rituals and, and okay, not all of them, but a lot of the rituals and stuff that uh, plants are used in. And um, I, I, I tried to record it yesterday, and I tried to record it over the weekend, and I tried to record it last week, and I was just y'all, I, was, I don't know why, but I, I just really struggled with it just to form my thoughts right and to um, get my brain going the right direction. So I think instead, I've decided I do want to get an episode out today. Um, but I graduate on Friday with my PhD. Now I'm done with everything, you know, obviously, but I actually, I'm going to get to have a live graduation. It's going to be weird. I don't get to get hooded and all of that like normal, but I'll get to walk the stage and wear my mask and stay far away from people. I'm going to wear my uh, cool Planthropology mask and uh, ride for the brand, so to speak, at my uh, graduation. But I I wanted to talk about some stuff related to that. And also as um, uh, endings and beginnings, and I'm afraid a little bit titling this that someone will read that and be like, oh no, it's Planthropology ending. You are not that lucky. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, In fact, I just keep picking up more shows, which we'll talk about here in a bit. But I thought that this might be a good time to reflect on the year and, uh, the, the coolness that this has been and reflect on honestly these past six years of graduate school for me. It's been more because I did a master's degree too, but, um, so I want to talk about some of my experiences over the past few years and also try some new things for the show I think uh uh I'm not really rebranding or redoing I mean it'll be the same thing with cool interviews with cool people that do plant stuff but like I'm gonna add a mid-roll where uh you know I I play a promo for another podcast. I'm part of this Podfix network of podcasts. And there's some really great shows that I think that you would enjoy listening to. And so uh, I'm going to start doing a break in the middle of the episodes to run a promo or play some music or maybe someday play advertisements. I don't, I don't really know. We're going to give it a shot. If everybody hates it, I'll change it. And that's kind of cool because I think one thing I have realized, well, you know what? We're going to come back to this. We'll we'll save this for the actual discussion. So I'm going to play some music, uh, and then I'm going to talk at you a little bit more. All right. Did you enjoy that music? I hope I hope you did. Again, that that's the the music I've used since I started. And I'm working on writing some new stuff that may show up. Um especially as I keep finding new projects. So you, you know, I've been doing the plant Prof podcast, which I, I hope you go listen to. That's a weekly thing now now that um, November is over. Uh, I also am the guest expert, I guess, on a, a really cool new podcast called In the Grow that someone from our public media uh, department here at Texas Tech University is doing. And I've had a lot of fun recording uh, the first few episodes with Rachel, and that will drop in um, January, I believe the end of January. So you'll see more about that soon. But, you know, in the middle of all this and and all these life changes and all these new things, I started thinking about and reflecting on just the past few years of my life. And uh, again, like I mentioned, I'm graduating here in, God, it feels like 10 minutes on on Friday morning. It's, you know, again, I'm recording this pretty much right before I post it way late on Tuesday afternoon, but I, I graduate Friday morning. And I started thinking about, just this graduate school PhD experience. And you know, it's it's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about um life in, in general and 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 perseverance through life and the cliche things that I think we hear. But it, it's taught me a lot about myself too. And um so I thought I would talk about a few of those things. And then uh so that's kind of the endings part of this endings and beginnings episode. And then uh, I'll probably go through some of that and then we'll take a quick break. And then I'll tell you about some of the cool stuff coming up in 2021, which God willing will be a much better year. Uh, You know, uh, yeah, which God willing will be a much better year. I'm going to stick with that and we're going to go with that. So I think ultimately the odds of me ever being asked, to give a commencement speech at a graduation are pretty low. Uh, I don't know why anyone would, but I've I've started thinking about if I were asked to do that, what, what pieces of advice would I give to a graduate student or a recent graduate? Uh, Now, whether this is of high school or um, whatever, I, I think that there's some things that graduate school taught me and, and uh, they they are related to grad school. so uh, you know, keep that in mind, but I think they are related in a lot of ways to life in general. So I didn't write a speech because I'm not that guy, right? I wing things way too much and I've got some coworkers that and, and a family who I know that that drives crazy and i I try not to be that way. I try to plan and I try to uh, think ahead and I'm just so bad at it. So that's something I'm working on. Um, but I, I jotted down some notes, and which is more than I normally do for most of this podcast, um, about things that, that I have learned and things that have occurred to me as I've gone through the past six years of this PhD program. So the first one is that it is never too late to do something new in your life. It's never too late to do something that you find important. When I finished my master's in 2012... I was convinced that I would never step foot back in a classroom. I was so burned out and so tired. And I was, what, 25 years old. Uh, I didn't have a job. I didn't um, know what I was doing. And uh, I was terrified about life in general. And I, I was like, okay, I, I've struggled through school this far. I don't want to do it again. And it's, you forget because by... 2015, I was back in school doing a PhD, Um, even though I had said, you know, not only no, but heck no to that when I first graduated. Um, But I only took a couple of years off. And what I did in the interim was ran a landscape company, did a few other things. And even at 20, what, 26, 27 years old, when when I started coming back in, I'd started with extension. I'd put in a year with the extension service as a horticulture agent, community educator when... Dr. Young, who uh, was my advisor and is a colleague and very good friend, kind of, I'm not going to say he talked me into it, but kind of talked me into coming back to school, or at least gave me the opportunity to come do a PhD. Um, Even at that point in my life, I was afraid that it was too late. Um, I I was afraid that not having gone straight through, I would never finish. And (laughs) uh, there were some times there, there was that we had, we had our moments um, where that might've been true, but it's never too late. And I think at different stages of your life, things present different challenges and, and present different opportunities. So I was a non-traditional student. I was not on an assistantship. I paid my way through school, you know, saved some scholarships or my family helped me some and actually quite a bit to pay for school. And, um, I, uh, uh, you know, but, but it was kind of out of pocket, um, My pocket and other people's pockets, but I was not on assistantship, but I worked full time uh, all the way through my degree. I started with extension in 2014 and started my PhD program in January of 2015, uh, which as of my graduation uh, here at the end of the week will be almost six years. And so I've, I've, since I started, had two careers. I moved from extension to this current job I have at Texas Tech. Um, I've started apparently multiple podcasts and other things. I've started a small business. Uh, my wife and I have bought a home. Um, actually, we, we were in the house before that. I, I take that back. But we've had a child who's almost five. He's younger than my PhD program. And I think sometimes, would I recommend that to somebody else? And I think I, in some ways, yes, I would. Because it was nice to have income you know, and insurance and all of that as a graduate student. But there were so many things to pull my attention in different directions. And I think that on the one hand, I could have finished faster if I was a full-time graduate student. I I know I could have. I 100% could have. But on the other hand, my family, my son and my wife gave me such a motivation to finish, uh, to keep pursuing this and especially when it was really hard sometimes um they gave me the uh i think the drive to get through it and and there were some times y'all that i'll be honest i didn't think i was going to make it about halfway through i'd finished my uh, data collection and all of that we had all the data and i was trying to write and i just did not know how to do it i did not know how to do it i think my point with this first this first bit is that it's never too late and you need to be brave and you can learn things along the way. I learned to write. I don't know that I'm a great scientific writer. I'm okay. Uh, but, I, but I found, I think, what I needed to to get through it, to get a paper written, to get a couple more almost done. And that's a skill you can develop. So don't let some things like that, oh, I'm too old. Oh, I haven't written in a long time. I don't know how to take data. What would I even do? I, I, I think those are some of the details we throw up as roadblocks in our own way. To pursue things that we think w- are are what we need to do, so I, I would encourage you to never convince yourself that you are too old or too inexperienced or too whatever. If, you, if there's something that you want and there's something that you know you're supposed to do, you pursue it and you be brave and you be bold and you can learn the things you need to know along the way. Um, another thing that I have learned and and I didn't. This was not so much even through my own experience. Uh, because because Dr. Young Joey uh, was was an excellent advisor and he was always uh, very supportive of me and um, you know understood that I had a full time job and yeah yeah I mean that did slow me down and I, I'm sure that was frustrating for him sometimes how long it took me to get anything done uh, but he was always supportive and always encouraging and a good friend and a good mentor through this whole thing but what I've learned especially being Um, in the position I'm in now, and working with graduate students, and not just here, but getting to talk to a bunch of graduate students through this podcast as well, is that that's not everyone's experience. And in a lot of cases, um, the only advocate you're going to have uh, for you is yourself. And so the second thing I would say is always advocate for yourself, whether you're in school or whether you're in business or just in your own life, do not be afraid to advocate for yourself and find someone who will help you do that. Whether that is a partner, a spouse, you know, a significant other, whatever, whether it is a friend at work, a supervisor, a colleague, someone completely outside of it, find someone that will advocate for you, even to you. Because I think there's times that we convince ourselves that the things that we have to offer are not sufficient. And I think in those times, we need someone to advocate about us to us. And so, um, again, whether that's you or whether that is someone else, find an advocate. Find a, uh, not necessarily even a cheerleader, but someone to keep you accountable. And someone um, who... um, loves you and cares for you where you are or, or, or believes in you where you are, but that also sees what you can be. Because it turns out, I think when we find ourselves in hard times, um, being told you're okay and it's okay to be not okay is, is a good answer. And that's part of the answer. But I think the rest of the answer is that you can be better and that you're not stuck in whatever you're stuck in forever. And that a good advocate and a good friend will tell you that, yes, I, I care for you where you are, but also I see what you can be. And I'm willing to walk with you to get to that place. So that's number two, advocate for yourself. Uh, Here's a big one for me. Uh, Number three, maintain a creative outlet. And that kind of goes with number four, take a break. Um, I am a woodworker. I'm a musician. I do photography. I have all these other hobbies. And there were times going through my program that I was like, am I am I missing it, right? Am I wasting my time doing these other things when I should be writing, when I should be um, doing all this other stuff that was like school and work related? And the answer to that sometimes was, yes, I should be um, probably writing. I should be Studying, I should be getting this thing done at work and and I maybe took more liberties with this than I should have, but the fact of the matter is if you do not maintain a creative outlet and and that can be whatever it is for you, um, you will lose your mind. <laughs> and that can be at school, that can be through work, that can be through life in general. You need something that wakes up and drives that part of your brain. If you like, I don't know, writing math equations and solving them, great, I don't get it, but great. Um, if you, like me, like to go sit out at two in the morning in the middle of nowhere uh, with a camera and a headlamp and, you know, hopefully not get eaten by coyotes so you can take pictures of the Milky Way, y'all yeah, do that. If you like to make sawdust, do that. If you like to knit or cook or bake, whatever it is, you maintain a creative outlet that is for you um, that people can't take away from you because it turns out that we will get bogged down in school and in work and in life. And sometimes those things are the only things that keep us persevering and keep us sane through the whole experience. And take a break. Take a day off. I know when you're in the middle of everything, um, when you're you know at your crunch time for getting your paper submitted, when you are um, – I don't know, uh, have deadlines at work, deadlines at school, things that are consuming all of your time. I know how hard it is to take a break. I'm really bad at it. I I really am. But you have got to cut yourself some slack. And if you need a day, every now and then to take as a mental health day, to just literally sit around and stare off into space for 24 hours, y'all, I support you in that. I think that is a thing that you should do because you need that time. Your brain has to rest you need to sleep. We are so bad in academia and in our current society, especially, I can't speak to anywhere else in the world, but 100% in the US about glorifying busyness and tiredness. You talk to any graduate student, any PhD, especially the early career guys and, uh, or folks, I don't mean guys, but the early career people. um, And you ask them like, how are you doing? It's like, oh, man, I'm so tired. But, you know, I spent 37 hours running samples and uh, whatever. And, and we wear that like a badge of honor. And all we're doing is destroying ourselves. Now, I understand that there are times that we have to do it in our professional lives, in our personal lives, in our academic lives. Um, but don't glorify it. I think that you you. Work through those times as you have to, but don't make that part of your identity. Don't make being overwhelmed and overworked and underpaid, which, you know, to some extent we all are, um, part of who you are. Let that be the exception to the person you are. Uh, Be someone who takes care of themselves and takes breaks and takes the time to also care for the people around them. Um, Because it turns out, I think, I keep saying because it turns out. That's apparently my new catchphrase. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Oh, uh, sidebar, um, we have a cool t-shirt idea for in the grow, and you're going to love it. That has nothing to do with this. Okay, so uh, take some time for yourself, because if you can't take care of yourself, if your brain is not right, you can't take care of your family, you can't take care of your friends, and you cannot take care of your business well. Protect your mental health and take a break. Um, And as part of that, don't be afraid to go talk to someone. You know, I, uh, uh, that's not something I'm good at either. And maybe it's call it pride, call it fear. I don't know. Those are kind of the same thing in some ways. Um, but if you need someone to talk to, go find someone to talk to. It does, it can be a professional. I think for a lot of folks, it, it maybe should be a professional. I think I probably could use a little bit of therapy in my life. Um, but even if it's just a good friend, a confidant, a family member, someone who can look at you, um, without judgment and with some impartiality uh and and maybe just listen to you right being able to vent is important find that person uh it can be your your advocate um like we talked about earlier or it can be uh really anyone anyone just just take care of your brain parts because they're important um gosh a couple more okay uh, this, this is already going longer than I meant for it to. Maybe I should write out what I'm going to say instead of just rambling. I don't know. Um, be kind is one of the, the biggest pieces of advice I can get you. I know we are told that kindness doesn't get you anywhere. Um, and maybe in, in some ways in our uh, academic culture and our corporate culture and just in our culture culture right now in the in this world, maybe there's some truth to that, but I don't think I will ever regret I think at the end of my life um I hope i hope I like to think that I will not regret the the times I was kind to someone else um that I gave up my time for someone else that I um took a little bit of time to listen or to take someone out for coffee or to have lunch or to talk a little bit longer um. Because you never know what someone is struggling with, and you can be that advocate for someone else, and that starts with kindness. I was listening to a great podcast. Um, uh, you, you've heard me talk about the Ologies podcast a lot, and um, there was a, a guest on a recent episode of called Awesomeology, which is as awesome as it sounds. And uh, the the guest name was Neil Pasricha, and um, I hope I pronounced that right. I think I did, and. They were talking about something that stuck with me, that stuck hard in my brain, um, was the difference between compassion and empathy. Um, empathy is just, you know, feeling what someone else feels and and like, oh man, you know, that sucks. It's I, I understand what you're going through. I understand what you're struggling with, right? That's That's empathy and that's good. Empathy is not bad. Being able to identify with someone else is not bad. But compassion is one step farther than empathy. So I would say empathy is, you know, a sort of a passive ability, but compassion is active, right? If you take compassion on someone, not only do you identify with their struggle, but you want to help them out of it, right? You want them to come out the other side of it. And I think that real compassion takes courage and it's something that we have to be very intentional about in our lives about being compassionate so i would say whether it's your fellow grad students maybe maybe it is your faculty members maybe it's your advisor or a friend at work or a a graduate student you work with. it can be anyone um maybe try to take it a step past empathy and be empathetic i think that's great but maybe put a little thought in how can you be compassionate towards another person, uh, because again, I, there, there, you may not be able to, I don't know, quote unquote, achieve the success um, that some people strive for in our society by being compassionate. But maybe it's that's because our um, priorities are wrong, and maybe when we um, live our lives for other people and uh with the idea of supporting other people rather than just getting ahead maybe there's more than just that right maybe there's more than just the the promotion or the extra publication or all that maybe um we do good things for our minds and our souls when we're compassionate so be brave enough to be kind because it's scary um and you don't know that you'll get the quote-unquote reward back out of it. Um, but I would say we are better when we are kind first instead of waiting for someone to be compassionate and kind towards us. You initiate that. Um, and and I'm not always good at that. I know I fall pretty short of that a lot. But that's something I strive for in my life. And that the older I get and as I raise my son, that's something I want for myself. And that's something I want for him. Um, the last like thing I want to talk about is work hard. Um, and and I know that sounds maybe uh, counterintuitive to some of the stuff I've already talked about, but, but be diligent and um, get your stuff done. And again, th- I'm saying this to myself because I was not good at this. I kept finding distractions, but I wish now looking back that I had been a little more focused at times and still taking the time for myself. But I think if I had focused my time more and worked harder in some cases, maybe worked smarter. I don't know. Maybe some of both. The the times off were times I could have enjoyed more because I would have known that I have accomplished the things I need to accomplish before I take, you know, this time, and then I can put those things aside, not worry about them. Um, so you, you will have to work hard. I think um, there has there are very few things in life that are really worth having that do not require hard work. Um, and so don't be scared of it. Don't be scared to put in the time and put in the effort. But always do it with a goal in mind and always do it um, with the intentionality that you work hard now um, in a way that you can still take care of yourself, but that you don't do it forever, right? You don't say, I'm going to I'm gonna work the next few weeks at a 10 and then I'm going to stay at a 10 forever because it's, it's unsustainable. You just cannot do it. You cannot do it. So spend the few weeks at a ten, and then take some time to maybe work at a four or a five. Right, still get stuff done, but 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 back it off just a hair. <laughs> and I know that's that may be unpopular with some of the people that listen to this. And the fact of the matter is, I I, I don't know if it's true for everyone, but this is something I'm finding in my own life that I need. I, I get fulfillment out of achievement, um, but it's it's very fleeting. Right, I'm happy I've accomplished something, and then I'm on to the next thing. But maybe even if it takes a little bit longer, but I fill my life with things that hold a lot of meaning for me that I don't have to achieve. You don't have to achieve stuff to be happy, right? I can be happy. Just I, I should be able to be happy just sitting on the couch playing video games with my son. We've been playing a lot of Switch lately, and it makes me so happy because it's something that I enjoy. It's something that he enjoys. And they're things that we can take with us as we as we grow and as we change and as life progresses. So, uh, work hard, but work hard with the idea in mind that you'll keep taking care of yourself, and that there is an end to the struggle. Right, that you work towards uh, some resolution. Um, I saw a great thing earlier on the internet that uh, are we are we, and I can't, I can't. I wish I. Um, remembered exactly what they said but essentially the point was are we goal oriented is our life about goals or is it about being a certain way or is it about um oh i'm again i i wish i i'm gonna okay i'm gonna pause this you won't know it because i'll come right back on but i'm gonna pause it i'm gonna watch the video again all right pauses and actually we'll pick back up let's let's take a break again where this is evolving quickly we're gonna take a break you're gonna hear an ad for the fish nerds podcast which who doesn't love fishing i mean There's people. I love fishing. So uh, this is a great podcast on the PodFix Network. So you're going to listen to the Fish Nerds podcast. And while you're listening, I'm going to look up this video later, or or this video I saw earlier. And then you're going to come back, and we're going to talk more about it. All right. Three, two, one, go. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, Fish Nerds. Fish Nerds. Podcast. Just for the halibut. fried it in a basket or broiled in a pan. Eat it raw like you're in siam fish nerds. Fish nerds. Fish nerds. It's a podcast. Okie dokie, we're back. Okay, so <laughs> the thing I was ranting about or rambling about and lost right before the break. I, I hope you go listen to fish nerds podcast. It's lovely. Um, was that you can either, th- this was a video I watched earlier, like on TikTok or something. And, um, you can either live a goal-based or a values-based life and goal-based, decision making and and that kind of decision matrix in your life always keeps you chasing the next achievement and that's something that I've been guilty of like okay I'm going to I'm going to try to lose weight I'm going to finish this project I'm going to get another degree I'm going to do x y and z I'm going to get this many downloads and this many episodes on my podcast and it always leaves you wanting more uh and and always leaves you missing out because you're always chasing that next achievement but a value-based life is, again, like we were talking about, I want to be compassionate. I want to enjoy time with my family. I want to um, practice kindness. I want to do all these things. And it keeps you a little more in the moment because I cannot go back and practice kindness yesterday. I can't go back and play video games with my son yesterday. And I can't necessarily do it tomorrow because I I don't have the promise of tomorrow. I don't know what tomorrow is going to be. It may exist. It may not. But when I get home tonight and we sit down on the couch, I'll have a moment there where I can decide, I want to do my own thing. I want to do something else. I want to chase another goal. Or we can turn on the video games and we can just sit there and enjoy each other's company. And I find that that is so much more fulfilling that we always can live in that moment where we're chasing our values and pursuing the people we want to be. And I hope that means something to you. I don't, I don't know what it does. It means something to me um, that we can always pursue the person we want to be. It's never to, to go back to the beginning. It's never too late for that either. It is never too late to become the person that you desire to be. Um in the end it was worth it. I I I've had people ask me that like was the 6 years and the missed bedtimes and the 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 long nights writing and the uh the 40 pounds I gained um just from the stress and the stress eating. Also I like to bake and cookies are great, but uh, was that all worth it and and it it was and and in part it was worth it for the degree right i i have that achievement it was worth it for the um opportunities it'll present me and that it already has presented me i'm going to again talk about new beginnings here in just a second but more than that it was worth it because i've proven to myself that i can do it um that that if I have to do it, I, you know, it's not necessarily uh, something I want to always spend my time doing, but I can I can do it, right? I can achieve hard things. I can persevere through tough times. So for all of that, yes, it was worth it. And I think that of, uh, again, I, I've said this before, I think, but I don't think college is for everyone. I think uh, it's something that people should really want to do and really have a purpose for and that there is no shame in doing things outside of academia. Even for me now, if, if I decided I want to pursue a life outside of academia, which I don't think I do, uh, but there's plenty of PhDs that do, and there's no shame in that, right? You go and you do something that's fulfilling for you. And if that is um, uh, you go and you work in uh, a mechanic shop, I'll tell one, one quick story. Um, I had a student years ago um, when I was doing my master's degree that I may have told the story before, I can't remember that was just really struggling in my class. And I taught a horticulture lab that it's not hard. Like you show up, you do your stuff, you can pass. And he was failing. And he was like really, really having a hard time with it. And I started talking to him. And I was like, you know, smart kid. Um, really, I mean, a, really a nice guy. just enjoyed uh, teaching him. But he was just really struggling with the material. So I asked him one day if he needed extra help, if there was something he wasn't getting. And he he kind of said, I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Uh, his dad, and I don't remember where he, it's been 10 years. I don't remember where he was from or, or I don't even remember his name. Um, but I remember the story he told me that his dad's a mechanic and he grew up fixing cars with his, his family And um, that he he had taken apart and rebuilt a a car engine at like 14 years old or something like really seemed like a mechanical genius. And he said, I'm good at fixing cars and I enjoy fixing cars. Um, But he was going to be the first college graduate. And I I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he graduated, but he was going to be the first to go to college from his family. And he said, you know, I, I appreciate that and I appreciate what my parents sacrificed to get me here. But I just want to fix cars. Uh, I'm good at it, you know. And and I, I think about that a lot. And I think about that in our lives that regardless of what which way you go with your life, it, there's no shame in it. You 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 pick something that you're good at that you enjoy, that that lets you live that values based life. Um, and then you do it and you do it well and you in, you do it the best you can. Um. But if that's college, great. If that's not college, great. Whatever. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I think what matters to me is that uh, for myself, and I hope for you, my friends, that um, you learn that you can do hard things through that. And then you, at the end of the day, when you're done fixing an engine or getting your degree or whatever, that you end up saying, you know what? That was worth it. That was worth it. So uh, all, all that to say that I graduate on Friday and I'm going to take a nap for like a week, I hope. I don't know. Maybe I should play video games. Uh, the new Call of Duty's out. And then at some point, I'm going to get a new Xbox, and it's going to be a Halo machine, a Halo Infinite machine. Anyway, uh, so new things coming in the new year. 2021 is, uh, <laughs> again, hopefully much better. Hopefully much better for all of us. And uh, there's some cool things, vaccines and and therapeutics and stuff uh, on the horizon that will should help us a lot. Uh, I'm going to go get a vaccine when it's available. I hope you do too. Um, Cool stuff for the show. Again, we're going to do more of the same. I'll be interviewing some really cool plant people. Um, I'm hopefully going to dive into some video and some other kinds of media to go along with it. But the show itself is not going to change that much. Uh, I've got a couple more little bonus things for you through the end of the year. We'll hop back into some great interviews starting in January. I've got a couple lined up. Um, I'm hoping I, I meant to get it done before the end of the year and it's probably just not going to happen, but I'm working on putting together a listener survey, uh, that hopefully you can take and hopefully give me some feedback on the kinds of things you would like to hear, the things you like about the show, the things you don't so that I can keep improving it and keep moving forward. Uh, I've got, I think I'm going to have the opportunity to be on some really cool podcasts as a guest next year. I'm really excited again. Um, I'm, Involved with several other shows. There's the Plant Prof, which will keep being a place where I get to experiment a little bit with different podcast styles, different types of content, that kinds of that kind of thing. It's fun. It'll be weekly. Um, I'm again a kind of a, a guest contributor for the In the Grow podcast, which launches at the end of January, and you will hear about that a lot. I'm a co-host on the jolly green scientists podcast that uh i think we're going to keep doing and uh you know there's always new things and I, i think i get to guest on a few cool shows next year that again you'll hear more about trying to write new music for the show trying to do some cool stuff uh and then professionally i'll be um teaching introductory horticulture starting in the spring and uh, sort of overseeing our intro horticulture program, which will be cool. Uh, That's one of the opportunities that I guess having this PhD will afford me. I will still be greenhouse managing and stuff like that, but I'll get to teach some too. And I'm really, really looking forward to being back in the classroom. So you'll hear more about that as well. Um, It's been a great year. Uh, You know, we're probably going to hit It doesn't even really matter, but I like numbers. I'm a data guy. You know, we're probably going to hit about 25,000 downloads, total downloads before the end of the year. Um, So many cool new people I've gotten to meet. I've made some really great friends through this podcast. Um, I just, I can't even tell you how great the folks in this community have been. Um... Texas Tech has been wonderful at letting me do this, uh, Dr. Richie, our department chair, who, go back and listen to episode six, that is one of my, still to date, one of my favorite episodes, uh, with Dr. Richie, um, he's been so supportive of this, and the department has been so supportive of this, and I, I cannot express my gratitude enough to them for giving me the leeway to do this as part of my job, um, and to give me something that has given me so much personal growth and so much personal fulfillment over the past year. I, I mean it when I say I love you guys a lot and that um, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate all the friendship and all the feedback and everything else that has come with the show uh, again next week. Hopefully I can get all my thoughts together and we'll have an episode about. Um, plants in world uh, cultures and world traditions. And then I think what's going to be my annual, uh, one of my annual Bradley episodes on Christmas Eve, maybe even able to get the wife person involved as well, a Beliga family Christmas uh, or something. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for everything you do for me. And um, here's looking forward to a lovely and wonderful and prosperous 2021 y'all keep being cool plant people find us on social media and we will talk very 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 soon